0: Welcome to the Dev Ready Podcast. My name is Andrew Romeo and today I had uh, Kerry G joining me from Botti. Now Body is a business that has been set up to impact merchants globally. Now what Kerry has done is put together a piece of software that allows merchants to take payments through social networks like Facebook. Um, Kerry has a very interesting story. I was actually quite impressed with how he's gone about being a non-tech delivering technology. Kerry originally started out as a business owner and entrepreneur um, in the space of restaurants. So Kerry was a restaurant owner and had over 200 stores operating through Asia, uh, where he eventually exited out of. And during that process, he began to realize that technology was really pivotal to his business. Before exiting out of the restaurant business, he began building a point-of-sale system for his operation. This point-of-sale system was built with his customers and really added some significant value to his restaurant chain. Through there, Kerry learned a lot about technology. He then exited out of that point-of-sale business and then formed Body, um, looking to impact merchants globally. This story talks about how you can actually shift and question your thinking around what can be done, what it actually takes for a non-tech to really dig in and understand how to work with technology and how to engage people along the journey um, that are technical, that will help you through that process. Enjoy the podcast. Today, we have Kerry G on the line. Uh, Kerry, thanks for joining us. He's from Perth. We're sitting in Melbourne. Um, Kerry is the founder of uh, Body. Um, Body is a uh, merchant application, right? Um, helping yes. merchants um, better sell in a social setting, um, and now a reason why we've got Kerry online is basically Kerry's got an interesting story. Um, Kerry started out pretty much as a, as a founder and co-founder of Asian Kitchen Group, so in restaurants, and now you've moved into te- technology. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so uh, thanks for having me on uh, on the podcast as well. It so is. it's all started. Yeah, it's all started because, you know, like, um, you you saw the opportunity in the restaurant business in Southeast Asia. Yes. Uh, It was very interesting. We started off with over in Singapore. We we had like four restaurants within six months. Okay. And through growing, yeah, through growing the chain and then eventually going to hundreds of stores and then Mm -hmm. having partners over in Japan, even having partners over in Philippines. It's all about the... The learning curve. So mm-hmm. immediately once you get into this restaurant chain, you want you see the potential growing in in the region. You want yes. to then learn from the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. So learning from the guys over in Japan is learning about automation because in, in Japan, the Japanese has the very focused way of uh, bidding automation and also at the same time, you know, with uh, automation equipment, automation mm-hmm. in systems as well, and bidding very com- comprehensive. Uh, operating system, so that's one part, and the other one was just learning from uh, the McDonald's uh, master franchisees, and okay. and through that you truly appreciate the why, how, and what, and how the the software technologies is is uh, is driving even you know the hardware, which is then the business itself, right? Mm-hmm. So so that comes together as a hybrid model. So while we're growing the restaurant chain, I've been always trying to change how the pos system is being used okay uh, so the POS re- system. yeah 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 it got really frustrated with it okay. so um, I don't know whether I should say this in the podcast, but I, I used to classify them as a piece of shit. So, <laughs> so that, I, that, yeah, yeah. That I mean, I tried many ways, right? Mm-hmm. I, I spoke to the guy who was reselling the, the solution to us, yes. and I spoke to them and I said, "Hey, look, you know, can I can I pay, right? Can I pay to get customization?" Done, yes. right yes. And they go, "Kerry, we can't do that for you because, uh, you know, those guys who own the the, the poor solution is not gonna do it because okay. it's just too troublesome, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody." You know, that sort of stuff. That's Those were the IT days, right?
0: That's a challenge, yeah. Yeah, back in those days, they had a platform, they had a piece of software. Yeah. And they were making good yeah, money yeah. out of it, and they didn't want to do anything <laughs> else. So, yeah, no, interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so that was that. And then, um so I persevered, right? So I was looking at, you know, the, the first I was using BlackBerry as a communication tool. With all my employees, you know, all the team members in different countries and all that, and that okay. works very well because B- BlackBerry's BBM, right? So messaging back and forth, sending email, real time, trying to get communication, you know, between teams in real time format. Yes. When iPhone, when iPhone launched, and, and thanks to Steve Jobs with the launch of iPad, uh, we mm-hmm. saw the opportunity, and, and during then, um, because we sold part of the business to the Japanese company, so we yeah. summoned the funding in place. We then decided to hire twelve engineers and start building our own tablet pay, tablet-based POS system okay. on iOS. Right. Mm-hmm. So using that. So again, thanks to Steve Jobs with the you know, creation of iPad. <laughs> yes. You know, because the idea, the idea here is that, why not have. An iPad deploy as an automation tool, right? So as a POS system, as a kitchen display system, mm-hmm. as a ordering management system, which then creates this full automation, creating visibility as well. Mm. The concept is really using the productivity tool, right? all business operating system to then empower the, the, the operators in the store, right? To do a better job, right? Mm. So essentially creating uh, better services, better product experience as well. So it's what today a lot of tech companies trying to do, which is then saying that, hey, look, uh, let the software be an enabler, right, for mm-hmm. the operators in the business. So mm-hmm. it's a hybrid model, right? Yes, so you correct. have software and human being come together. So we have done that I think like four years ago. Okay. And 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 yeah, so building the platform, building the solution and going to market and, and seeing how it drives top and bottom line. Mm-hmm. And then it also It drive a lot of happiness in terms of them, in terms of the team or the employees, right? So, so digging in a
0: little bit on that. So, just take it back mm, a couple of steps. So, you hired twelve engineers. How did you approach that? Clearly, you're not a tech company. Um, You were a restaurant business at that time. You had a POS system, which you classified as a piece of shit. Um, If anyone doesn't know what a POS system is, it's basically a point of sale system. So that helps um, you make your sales, basically take your orders from your customers and actually run that through. And obviously you've got your accounting components behind that, whatever else may be. So what was the step for you? So clearly you saw there was a challenge there. The iPad gave you an an opportunity um, and a way to deliver a different form of an POS system. When you made that jump, what did you do? How did you approach employing people? What did you do?
1: Yeah, so the first step was just doing a lot of research, right? Okay. So looking at the most advanced pause solution in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, the inclination was, was to look towards San Francisco and the US. Yes, uh, Found a couple of those, and one of them was Square. But okay. Square was just a very simple pause it doesn't have the automation built in mm-hmm. so study that you know download the app study the ui the ux and all those that was even before hiring the engineering team right so yeah. self study self research mm-hmm. um then ask myself that question and say look what's the easiest software technology that's being built that is Like, you don't have to read a manual at all right so yep. no manual required mm-hmm. but you can just go on and start using it and then, mm-hmm. then you, you start to realize mobile games right Yes, games are such that it was built in a way that you can just download the app and mm-hmm. start playing with it without having to go through a line with instruction.
0: Okay, so your answer and, and to the that match- question was games. Interesting.
1: Yes. Yeah. So gamification, right? Mm-hmm. So, where does the word gamification comes from? Right? It comes from games, right? So mm-hmm. that's it's a. It, it's just an extension of the word, right? Correct. So, having done that, you know, started looking at friends and people connection that that are in the game uh, game arena. Okay. So, started talking to people that I know who who you know hits uh, who runs game company and all that. Okay. And started getting connected to to a you know like a, a CTO level mm-hmm. who who a games engine as well. Mm-hmm. Started talking to a few of them. So it took took a while, right? Because you just want to took about six months to find the right one person. Understood. And then cascade to the to the 12, right? Get it. So, but it's, it's like a journey. Yeah, It's like it's like a dating game, right? So <laughs> you're, you're, you're dating your wife and then, you know, like your wife-to-be. You know, this whole journey that you go through, until yes. when you're very sure that they're aligned with what your goals are, okay. then it well, helps. Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that's an important point you raised there, aligned with your goals. So were they... Did they come on as co founders to this new business or were they employees to the new business that you're trying yes. to find at this point?
1: So we we I brought them I brought I brought the CTO in as a as a co founder. Okay. have mm-hmm. um, you gotta find the right person of course, to yes. come in. Mm-hmm. Right? Then start building the team and start constantly you just have to mm-hmm. repeat yourself. It's, it's repetitive, right? Definitely. You just have to ensuring that what we're doing this, it's a it's about automation, it's mm-hmm. about empowering the operate operational team, you know, and, and even getting getting the, the the tech guys going down to the store and and get them to use the, the traditional pause. Mm-hmm. and then slowly after we start building phases, right? So we're not gonna that the concept is always building bite size and rolling out them in bite size, right? And not trying to build the full solution, mm-hmm. right? So effectively you build around it, then you start building towards the whole uh, product. I mean the the product um, that. That it's put in place, right? Yes. So, it. so getting the engineering team to understand how you use it, what's what's available in the market, mm-hmm. what we are building, and and you know fronting the customers and using the solution themselves, having them to understand yes. the the kind of environment when you put a tablet. In the, in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right, where it should be, how big the buttons are, you know, like that, getting them to understand, like, you know, the the, the mm-hmm. whole user experience, right, the buttons, the size of the buttons, the colors yes. and all that, because we, have, we, we actually build a lot of automation mm-hmm. in it, we even build load balancing, we build auto fire and all that, which is then saying, basically, it's it's more like once your main course is being served to the table, automatically it fires off the dessert as well at the nice. dessert station. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's all it's well a lot of understanding of mm-hmm. the requirements and then tying between so I I basically became you know, become the uh, the, the product yeah. guy, right? So I'm, I'm I'm working on because I understand the operation yes. very well. You know, I grew from very hands on person, then I look at the yeah. tech as well. Constantly just keep evolving, yeah. right? It was so it was I was traveling a lot during then as well, me or partners uh-huh. in different countries and I was literally carrying Five to six
0: tablets,
1: (laughs) right? In my in my carry-on luggage, right? And then during those days, they were always making you take out your tablets. Yeah, yeah. To put everyone in a separate box. Right. Today they (laughs) say, yeah, yeah. Now we don't have to do that. So before I was, you know, I always feel, (laughs) I always feel very funny. People looking at me funny as well because these guys will be putting out like six (laughs) tablets, right? Like some reseller in China, (laughs) right? Like buying iPads over over overseas, then going back to China and selling them. So I mean gone through that whole yeah. process, every time I get into hotel room, I get Wi Fi, connect to yes. all the tablets, I start checking, you know, like how the how the user experience is like okay. in UI and, and getting deployed. So I think that product understanding the product, understanding the user, like the the user interface and yes. user experience and it's it's really oh, very it's important. And like you said, you would yeah. become the product owner.
0: Um, but I imagine you were talking to yes. a lot of your people in the restaurants, getting an understanding of what they needed, so I know yep. you knew the operations quite well, because yep. you've, how long did you operate the the restaurants for? How many years was that in total?
1: Well, I think we were in the restaurant business, uh, two different restaurant mm-hmm. chain, uh, one was being acquired, the other one then started off again, that yes. got acquired as well, so we did, did that for about fifteen years.
0: Fifteen years. So you obviously knew what worked, what didn't, and had a, a real good understanding of operation. Um, did you talk to, for example, people just taking
1: orders? Did you have those conversations? Did you go down that to that level? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you go down to the level of, um, uh, because in it's, it's a you know like in, in even in Singapore back then you know you have the older generation that's working a yep. uh, permanent part time shift because they don't want to be I fully retired. And you get this, so we call them the aunties yes. and the uncles, and they will really come. You know, they they actually come up to me and say, hey, you know, boss, thanks for okay, building this." Yes. I'm like, "What do you what do you mean?" He says, "Because you really sure. help us, right? Because we we can now send the order immediately yes. to the kitchen, right? And then we can just take on go to the next table and take the order mm-hmm. for the next table, and that way, you know, orders are being fulfilled faster. Customers are getting happier." It's like the whole ecosystem, right? And the ability to even say that to put in little, little, little um, mm-hmm. automation where it says if the table, you know, doesn't have food within five minutes, you know, do send an automated voice uh, to the to the server that's serving the oh, table, wow. right? Okay. So so he thought about everything in, it's in the, the whole incremental process. of customer, yeah. yes, yes, you know, like so so it's it's no different from what everybody wants uh-huh. to do now, right? With the whole distribution you know, tag being disrupting the brick and business, right? We've done that before. It's all about yes. customers' mm-hmm. experience, right? Jeff Bezos from Amazon says it that does. very well, right? Yeah. It's, it's about the customer. Yeah. No, end. that's yeah.
0: really, and one thing you mentioned there was about the whole ecosystem. So um, building products, yeah, to solve an ecosystem is a very interesting way to play it because you have considered what it means to the customer as well. They're not even engaging with the application. You're um, empowering your servers to deliver a better service because the way the application works and delivers order directly from when they're walking around, even reports back to them as to what's happening. So that's a brilliant understanding of what the ecosystem is and how you're going to better impact the customer. Yeah,
1: yeah because with 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 my with my mission and purpose is very and it's very is very much driven through to a very simple DNA. It's called the inside okay. out approach, right? If if you can't if you can empower and you can't enable the people with, within your organization, there's no way you're gonna do that outside the organization, True. right? So how do you translate that value mm-hmm. proposition? It has to be from inside out. And that's that's critical though, right? I mean a lot of people a lot of people missed out that portion. They just keep looking at the, the you know, you look at the customers, customers mm-hmm. are very important, but who is the one delivering that customer service, the the, the product yes. as well, right? It's eventually the team. Correct. Right. So empower the team first and then the rest will kind of fall in place as well. You know that. Yeah. So that's how I see it. And and there's no difference when you look at Amazon as well, right? To have that, that quick turnaround last mile delivery, like two hours and all that, you need to have the fulfillment Correct. center. You need to have the automation in place and the technology in place, right? So it's, it's all the whole ecosystem that helps you know, propel the, the, the possibilities, yeah, right? Yeah, really, that's exactly what yes. you
0: said there. The ecosystem delivers the better result to the customer. Amazon can't deliver yes. that quick of a response without having the whole infrastructure there to deliver it. So, yeah, yeah, no, very good yes. point. Oh, I can see you're a big fan of Jeff. Jeff Bezos is. Jeff, <laughs> yeah. Jeff and yeah. Yeah, Jeff
1: or yes. Elon Musk and, you know, the yeah. rest of the guys that go... Yeah, really there tough, are a few right? in our world,
0: but we need them. They're inspiring and just people to look at and basically get an understanding of there's different thinking out there. And the bigger you think, the better chance you have to deliver bigger, bigger outcome. So that's yeah, really good yes. insights there around what you did. First step you mentioned was research. Yep. And I think um, some people can get a little bit sort of stuck on their concepts and ideas and just jump right into it head first. Um, but you took a really good step yep. back and got an understanding of the marketplace. And I was quite intrigued as to how you got to gamification. So I thought that was quite interesting how you got there and basically found that that could be an approach for you to actually improve the experience for the people using the application. So that's pretty cool. Um, yep. So
1: now, how long as
0: were you operating this business and um, does it still exist? What have you done with it?
1: Yeah, so what I've done is uh, we we gone we gone on the like the the second restaurant chain yes. got acquired, um then that brought us into okay. China, right? So during that stage, uh, well, in China, you know I saw I saw the opportunity of what WeChat mm-hmm. is doing and Alibaba yes. was doing, and the whole social commerce and and Super App and all those. So um did so when we sold the business, the tech which is then the POS mm-hmm. side of the business that was being yeah. acquired as well, it was being funded. So eventually I realized that selling the the post is not mm-hmm. my thing, right? So I spoke to the founders, we got them funded. Then eventually I exited okay. from the business. Um, that's that's where then it start of, uh, I started moving the family from, from Singapore yeah. to Australia. And then the next thing that happened was then having, um, you know, traveling around and, and looking for, like still very driven towards that whole Enabling offline merchants because you 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 done that yourself. You are yes. being a business owner offline business running restaurant mm-hmm. and retail, and then embarking into the technology and seeing what you can do, and then you start looking at it and go, how can I build something that it can be global? How can I enable merchants globally, right? Offline mm-hmm. merchants globally, and that, that was a point where when I chance upon the whole Facebook with uh, Messenger with API. And all those, so we started bidding on it, got two engineers over in Thailand, started bidding the solution. We went live with uh, the pizza company, uh, under minor group, with 600 stores in less well, than three months, okay. right? So, so you've obviously
0: had some experience building tech and building team. In this, yes. and you asked a very big question there, so how can I impact merchants globally? And that's a pretty powerful question to ask. So it obviously intrigues the exploration for that, so did you take your technology team that you had building the polls or did you go and rebuild? How did you approach
1: that building a team? No. So what, what I decided to do is just have a very um, diverse understanding. And it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a, let's try to engage engineering team in different part of the world. Yeah. Right. So let's not always go back to where you're familiar with. Let's go into something that is, that is new, right? It's, 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 yeah, and 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 then that's where you appreciate like the uh, the local culture, like in Thailand, yes, yes. for example, right? Thailand because of the of the of the the uh, the previous mm-hmm. uh, king, he he believed in zero waste and all that, and they're very engineering yes. driven, which explains why Toyota has got a mm-hmm. big factory over there. You have Japanese going there doing food processing. You have the Germans there doing you know, like uh, Semicon and all those, you know, like they they are huge in engineering. And I really appreciate the mindset of the people as well because of zero waste. So they're trying always trying to optimize, right? And very smart people who are educated, you know, um, overseas as well. So um, that gives me like appreciation of local talent. And so when we built that, we built that solution there eventually Mm -hmm. because we've gone very quickly with 600 stores, uh, that was the time when I go, let's pull Mm -hmm. the handbrake. Um, let's relook at yes. this business and uh, what I what we have to do next to make sure that we are we are we are building something that's sustainable and we are not just what well, we are serious about the business okay. essentially right so we want to find the right team and all those so i started going um search around for for previous people that i met like for example in philippines which, which we used to run a bpo business for 38 years uh, met up with a couple of people in the process as well started thinking about how does how does the likes of Facebook and Google make yes. money, right? And then you start realizing it's about marketing, right? It's about uh, driving ads and auto discovery. Uh, so in the process of doing that, we were we looking for the tech uh, tech mm-hmm. partner. I then also got involved into build up relationship with a lot of CEO in different uh, media agencies. started understanding how media Last agency one. work, yeah. how media buying yes. work as well. So it's. It's a lot of accumulation of knowledge. So when you, when you build an ecosystem, you're essentially what well, we are building, we are building, uh, we are empowering the mm-hmm. merchants, right? Offline yep. merchants. And then we are also next, we are then bringing them, allowing them to be on different mm-hmm. social and messaging platform, which is then essentially yes. free, right? And highly optimized.
0: So in relation to this, just so everyone's aware, this, we're talking about Body now. So Body is um, a platform you launched about what three years ago. Is that, back, is that correct? Yeah, two and a half years. No, really, really as as well, yeah. I love your questions, Kerry. Um, all your questions are pretty inspiring when you're looking at this stuff. You sort of mentioned how does Facebook and Google make money, um, and that allow, that yes. allows you to explore marketing. And they're really big questions. And how do I impact um, merchants globally? And all these big questions you're exploring. And yep. I think the bigger the question we look at, the um, either more inspired or you start looking at different areas that you did not even think of. Now I imagine you weren't looking at marketing until you asked that question, right?
1: It's it's really building the pillars yes. of success, right? So if you if you if you say, I mean, uh, rather brother and paying lip service to it, it's really being hands on and understanding the the ecosystem, what does mm-hmm. it consist and how do you build, build a platform for growth for the offline merchants that you yes. wanna enable yep. right? and empower as well. So you, you look you look at you have the merchant you have the social media messaging uh-huh. apps and all that so we build out a lot of relationship there and then understanding what 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 do they want as well what do they need so it's it's sort of building a win win um, value proposition right so you, you're not going to just go to Facebook and say hey look uh, give me all this access to the API but you're going to tell them say look because I I want to bring offline merchant to then try, uh, drive more advertising and use your platform more because that's yeah, how correct. it works right. Then the next thing then you go, okay, look, so now you allow the merchant to 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 create visibility and, and uh, over social media uh-huh. and messaging apps. What's next, right? So they they need to be able to collect payment. So so then that was the there was a the, concurrently our building a partnership, we're trying to you know, using LinkedIn to to connect with people in the payment world and, and uh one of the most um uh, well appreciated is this chapter, um, that his his Korean okay. American so it's Richard Richard has been in the PayPal he's head of payments uh-huh. previously, you know he just left PayPal I think about yep. a year plus ago. So when he when I connected with him he was still in PayPal, he was uh-huh. head of payments. So he tried he tried to get out with people, he tried <laughs> to connect with people and then he he was one of those people who replied yes. me, right? And then he's based in Singapore. So he, like we through him I learned a lot about payments, right? It, it's like it, you just have to yep. keep trying, right? It's it's like the KFC Colonel Sanders, right? <laughs> I mean he's broke He tried, he has got a recipe, he went and went, and and finally he got hit, right? Somebody appreciated him, the business became what it is today, KFC, right? But So the same thing, you're going to have situations where people read your message, but they're not going to reply. Oh, there's going
0: to be many of those situations, right? But you need to put yourself out there if you've got a concept you believe in, and at this stage, you're learning a lot, so you're reaching out and trying to understand markets better, and I think that's really good insight, because... I think sometimes we can push out there and try and sell what we're doing but if we approach things from the perspective of trying to learn and get some understanding and just connect to people and be people um that can deliver better benefits yes. than just trying to sell what you do all the time right yeah
1: yeah i mean the, the the mission and the purpose has to be mm. very powerful right because once you have that it's like a it's it's, it's like it's something that's constantly pushing yes. you forward because there are times that you just get so tired because you're trying to connect with people and they're yep. not responsive. And then you go, Oh, am I gonna give up? Right? Then, question. then you go like, okay, why am I yeah. So you go, yeah. why am I doing this, right? Okay, I'm I'm here to en- enable merchants yeah. globally. Okay, this is fake <laughs> enough for me, right? I want to do this. So you just yeah, get nice. back on it, right? Yeah. So you know, do what you need to do, jump in a cold shower, yeah. get to the gym, you know, do whatever you need to do, get yourself back in back uh-huh. on track again, right? So so dealing with all the payment world was a different world all together again, right? So you got to you got to tell them why they should do a deal with you, whether why they should integrate with you, you know that go or give you the API and all that. So you got the wirecard, the first data, you got the Stripe, you got all these people, constantly you just have to do it. And sometimes some people that you met eighteen yeah. months ago who doesn't believe in you, but because where you are now is just turning around, they go like, "Holy crap, this <laughs> makes sense," right? And... But That's okay. It, it is what it do you is. Keep at that
0: point in time, it was probably too early, and they just—you could be another yes. of the hundred people that contact them, and it's very challenging at that time, yes. right? And you don't have anything to show yes. or results and what you're doing. People don't pay attention. They yep. all get attacked from different angles, from different, um, and it yes. becomes so much information. And people trying to connect, and I get that, but it doesn't matter, does it? It's in the end, it wasn't right timing, but now it might be. Yeah. Yep
1: yeah it's, it's like it's like a it's things that comes like you you get quick yeah. win and you go yeah you know i just want this but some 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 things just come after 18 months and you go yes. like yes yeah. you know Correct. patience right it's just like barely mm-hmm. patient the, the 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 thing here is this you you, you pick the right mm-hmm. people to talk to right so then you start evolving and you start sharing and, and people start talking to each other they start saying that hey you know this guy. that I talk to Kerry, like he's he shares stuff that is relevant to to the industry that he's in, right? So you're you're value adding yes. to them before they actually value yeah, add. To and them. that's
0: it's a massive point because if you can value add to people that you're trying to. Gain influence over or get in their circle. Yes, um, it's much easier um, than you just trying to, like I said, sell them something. Um, yeah, value adding is yep. a way to go. I, I yep. love your mindset and I love the way you approach what you do. Uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah, in terms of value adding, good idea. It's another great idea from the podcast.
1: Yeah, so you you got like three or yes. the four pillars, right? So the last pillar was just looking at um, what. How can you then provide the last mile, right? So started talking to a lot of people, gone to US, talk to GrabHub, you know, talk to Postmates, but eventually came back down to uh-huh. Asia and then and then uh, managed to convince Grab. So Grab is like a Southeast Asia, uh, Uber Southeast Asia, so they acquired the Uber business yeah, in Southeast North. Asia, right? So then, yeah, so we did a we did a deal with them. We basically then integrate with Grab okay. Express, and so so allowing. Within our own solution, without having going out, outside the solution integrated to Grab Express, be able to deliver, right, the last mile for food or for retail, you know, through the integration that we have Grab Express. So now we are going into different uh, last mile um, uh, providers as well, integrating with them. One one of the conversation that we are having is like Drive Yellow over in, over in Australia as well, and then talking to a, a lot more people as well, right? So it, it's it's that. So once you have the merchant, you have the the, the medium that the merchant can showcase the product and yes. the solution, right, or mm-hmm. the services. Then you have the, the payments and then you have the last mile or the last mile can be various platform, right? So these four pillars then strengthen the platform for the merchant, enabling them to grow their business from offline to online. Yeah, and
0: that's huge, right? And you are then in a position to impact yeah. merchants globally as you grow and expand
1: what you're doing. Yeah. very, yes. Very cool. Yes. So 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 that's that's sort of like we what we've been focusing on, and 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 through that, you know, through that journey of building out a lot of merchant <laughs> partners around yeah. the world, and you know, a lot of them become very close yes. acquaintances. You know, like we're talking about stuff, and then you are talking about you know how do you how do you bring the business to the next level with the data and all that. So the next the next step is really creating an automated bot solution that sort of understands okay. the business. Right, and then be able to then advise the business. Like even the the most um, relevant to the day to day would be like saying that, hey, you know what, um, you know, Carrie has been coming to the store for the past uh, three weeks, and been every week has been coming like five mm-hmm. times. Right, um, it, it the board tells you about your business, about your customers, to allow you to take immediate action. Right, so whether you're going to send a reward, whether you're going to send a message, so it's all it's all plug in. So you don't have to go somewhere else because it's it's like like a full ecosystem on its own, right? So you're able to communicate with the customers because that customer always communicate with you through through messenger, to you know, to Viber, through Line, or whichever messaging tool, or even through email, right? So you can communicate yeah, with nice. them again So to 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 reward so the that, customers as well. Yeah. So it also gives is that touching upon yeah. obviously
0: customer loyalty to understand clearly if you've got a bot, you yes. need some loyalty at the merchant at the payment facility. So- yeah. Thinking a bit more yeah. about what you actually do at Body. So you clearly got some integrations with Facebook, so the world and taking payments and things along those lines. How is it yeah. actually delivered in that world about automating? Am I paying, how am I paying? What am I doing when I'm at a store? As a customer, I'm talking about here.
1: Well, so as a customer at the store, so then that becomes, because we, we focus on three three key things for okay. the merchant, right? We focus on helping them drive yes. transaction engagement and retention mm-hmm. right so commerce a means of them to engage with the customers and the last one is more loyalty which is then the the retention okay. portion so with that place effectively when when somebody comes in so they're using the platform right they have they've depending on yes. the country again so Australia will be different uh, in asia people are very very used to mm-hmm. qr code so you'll be a qr code that's true you know like um on your messaging account or or you probably screenshot it, it becomes like one of your QR code, you get into store, okay. you can scan it. So once you know, you even for offline transactions, we can still yeah, be get rewarded. It. So it's it, yeah, it's sort of KYC, right? So we work with And with, KYC um, for anyone that doesn't know is now your customer basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we we constantly pushing the barrier, like working with like Stripe and 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 because Stripe now rolls uh rolled out the uh, Stripe terminal, physical terminal yes. at the store. So we're trying to explore ways of integrating with it. So so even when somebody paid by the credit card, because the card is then registered, you know, over on, on, on Stripe mm-hmm. as well. And then that's that gives us the, the, the more inclusive, well, inclusive understanding of uh, your yeah, customer, perfect. right? So then you mm-hmm. can reward them. So you know when they, they come pay mm-hmm. offline, purchase items and all that. So be able to group all those things so together and understand your customers better, be able to reward them. And also be able to send them, a uh, promotion that mm-hmm. is relevant, right? So not just, you know, broadcasting and 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 blanket right over. You're basically sending sending a promotion that's relevant to the consumer. So it's a one one to one. Yeah, it's one to one
0: conversation. So. And you talk a bit about yes. ecosystem and clearly your objective is to mould and merge online and offline and have that ability for merchants to be able to do that so yeah. that they can communicate with their consumers on all levels, not just online on its own and then offline on a completely different level potentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the Alibaba play over in mm-hmm. China, right? So Alibaba has been trying to, to do that Outside of China, I think because the market is fragmented, yes. so it's a mm-hmm. bit harder for them. So it's how can we do that by first um, not trying mm-hmm. to be them, but at the same time trying to build on the platform that's yes. very localized, that's mm-hmm. widely used, and thanks to Facebook because of the fact that um, around the world, except from China, right? But around the world. Uh, most of the businesses before they have a website, they have a Facebook business okay. page because yeah, it's, it's easy, easy to set up, right? It right. Can, <laughs> yeah. It's, t- it's template, yeah. you know, it helps you go through. So because of the ease, businesses just go to Facebook business page and set up a business page before they have a have their uh-huh. own website, right? So the, the question now is can we do the same thing for our okay. platform, right? Can we then build something similar? So when somebody has a business page, use our bot, plugin. upload the CSV file, mm-hmm. Excel spreadsheet or or, or if they wanna do integration, they can call us directly. We have an API, we yes. can integrate with their, their existing API and so on and so forth. Right. The idea is really to to be, be a plug and play and pull in all transactional data from all points, right? So physical uh-huh. ports, that's one on the payment yep. side as well, right? And any other third party that they're integrated with, right? So pull in all the data with all the consolidated data, be able to give real time updates to the stakeholders, right? So having the board be able to send messages out, you know, to to different stakeholders within the business and saying that, hey, look, um, based on your trend, this is what's happening. So it becomes more business intelligent, but you have to start from yeah. somewhere, right? And starting from somewhere is it, is really, you know, driving the whole digital transformation for the business and moving towards internal then we'll gain the insight. Yeah,
0: and no, like you said, you need to start somewhere. If you can start plugging into all facets of data, then you can actually yes. build intelligence on top of that and start building some algorithms behind yes. it, some AI behind it. However, you want to approach it, but you can do that. Yes, but you need yes. all access to all data yeah, points; bit... otherwise, it's not really intelligent, is it? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. I I've been I've been like I've been mm-hmm. studying and watching, reading books and uh, watching YouTube of uh, AI, machine learning. You know, understanding. And uh, the most recent one I've been diving into is uh, Microsoft uh, uh, Power Apps. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's automation and all that. So I've been, um, you know, in, inspired by Satya as well. You know, the current CEO yes. of Microsoft, amazing yeah, is. guy. You know, what yeah. he's done. Um, yeah. So been been reading a lot. Been watching uh-huh. YouTube. You know, by understanding how it works and how do you bring this mm-hmm. together, right? Because how do you just bring in machine learning and AI? As you move on, may make it very contextual. Contextual, it's very mm-hmm. important because there's no AI that can come in and just tell you no. your business <laughs> is not doing well. We're not understanding the the no necessary data data provider, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so I mean, love would love to to you know move down that journey and really empowering and creating this whole platform to allow business to to get, have you know from offline to mm-hmm. online and then at the same time having that whole AI and machine learning, right? I mean, this decade of uh, you know this new decade that we are we are on now is it's is the, the decade of ai machines. it is it's a,
0: it's a new right? decade it's of transform. something else and that is really where we are at and um, how far it goes. It'll be interesting to see where we end up in 2030 looking back, what has actually happened. Um, yeah, that's my perception. I, I don't think anyone in this world really knows what the end game is. Um, it's always an interesting conversation around what AI, robotics, what the end game is and how the impact it will impact our society. Um, if it's done well, it will impact us in a great way. If it's done not so well, it will serve corporate yes. and become a big challenge for a lot of people. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah. What are you thoughts on that
1: yeah well um I guess is I just had a conversation this morning about yeah. this as well right so uh, with one, one of my founding partners that I brought on board into, into okay. as well so it's it's sort of like when when I when 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 I first started building this body company by myself i found yes. it myself then I started looking out and who are the people that I want uh-huh. to bring on board right when I call them founding partners so so one of them is uh, Andrew yes. Reddy so Andrew Reddy has been has been uh well he's he's now semi retired okay. over in Melbourne, but he, he used to be living over in Asia and he he he's a great entrepreneur uh, and uh, he built out brands, uh, franchise, you know, like from PGI uh, Fridays, italianis and created his own brands and grew his business and then um sold his business to a private equity okay. firm. And that's where he yeah, semi retired. Then then that's that's, but he also appreciate the whole inside approach it more mm-hmm. about the people. How do I empower yes. the people? So it's sort of bringing the same mindset people in, into the fold. And then next was bringing Peter Rodwell, which is you know ex McDonald's, been been in McDonald's for thirty eight years. He's he's okay. Aussie, yep. right? And then, but he but he was running. But like, last position four years ago he left mm-hmm. McDonald's, and then last position he was he was the uh, APEC and Middle East and Africa Abner President so bringing him on board is it's also knowing that he's, he's very appreciative of uh, mm-hmm. of technology how technology can help the business uh, and the people in the business as well so bringing him on board is, is looking at things bigger scale yeah. right and and mm-hmm. right and also through his connection mm-hmm. and his context and understanding of mm-hmm. the business world right so getting him on board and getting my tech tech uh tech partner on, on board which is then uh Freddie, Freddie Marta. very so he mm-hmm. has been around bpo business over in the philippines now why am i talking about this because it, it's it's more brain context okay. to it, right? Because now if we say that we're going to empower or enable the merchant globally, the offline merchant globally, starting from the restaurant to the retail and all that, it's, it's to bring the people who have the right yes, experience. Yes, and
0: that's, that's a massive point um, that you raised there. Uh, we shot a podcast a few days back, actually, around this conversation mm. and bringing people that have the right experience and how do you pick a team or how do you pick advisors? And I think you've really covered yes. that off and you've looked at you've got some tech people you've got people in industry that have done this before you've got people that have a, a, what you call a rolodex back in the day or a, they can open up their phone and call yes. some pretty um high up their people that can open up connections for you so yeah. very interesting yeah. in
1: terms of what you're sort of putting together there mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 good to always do that because once you have that then moving towards ai machine learning in in this decade yes. for example this 10 year Role, right? It's it's truly bringing it bring that solution in, and because you have the contextual uh-huh. understanding, you're building from small scale yes. to big scale, right? So you're enabling offline merchant that is as big as a global company to the smallest and the smaller the small business mm-hmm. operator. So you're, you're 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 tying that 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 um, that knot across, right? And saying that how can I build a software that's scalable that can be used by enterprise and can be used by small business. So that's where that's where we're sitting on it and and i can I, and it's really working so you're just constantly building right so you're building mm-hmm. capabilities and you're going like okay look um let's not be um just pure tech tech play you just really need to understand you know the the, the business requirements so le- managing all these different expertise and managing yep. the tech side and managing the 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 need for the, the for the industry i think that's that has been really rewarding. And uh, thanks to mobile mobile <laughs> phones and um, yes. cloud computing, right? You can talk to people any part of the world anytime you want. You just have to either stay up. For <laughs> yeah, hours if, if you stay up all day, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> so,
0: Kerry, how big is the team now? So, where are you at? How big is your development team? How big? Do you have a sales force? Yeah, where so are you we at? have
1: the, yeah, so the developers, um, well, the onboarding team and developers, are about okay, five yeah, of them nice. now. Uh, So we're looking at um, we're looking at really um, building a solution that's very automated and using using the different pillars that we so the the pillars that we build right the four pillars that we build is also very Mm self-sustainable for us because with the merchant if you if you deal with a a big Uh brand right in in one country and because it's a global brand it cascades to the next next, country to the next country to the next country because they start Mm -hmm. talking to each other right. So that's the merchant. From merchant, we get a lot of uh, a lot of leads as well. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of leads from there, and then also from the social media platform. Because once you start showing that there's a lot of there's a lot of transaction that you're bringing or usage you're using uh, that you're bringing uh-huh. to their platform, they also then start connecting you. With so they open up
0: angles right? for you and, and actual customers. Yes. Yeah, very smart.
1: Then yeah, yeah, then the payment uh-huh. world as well, right? The payment goes okay. You just brought in another solution, and then now we are driving more payment uh-huh. throughout. Through our gateway or through our wallet, let me just also yes. bring you connect you with some of the merchants <laughs> there, right? And then the last mile, the last mile happens mm. the same way, right? So it so this value that once you create this whole flywheel, yes. that's where yeah. he's sitting, and and that's that sort of minimizes the uh-huh. requirement of us having, uh, employ employing like a bunch of people Get on it. the ground, right? So how how do you how do you do what Facebook is doing mm-hmm. when it started, right? And then at the same time how do you how do you then change the model to being a salesforce model where you have a lot of uh, partners working in different countries taking your solution and localizing yes. it right and and being like sort of like a local consultant for the for the merchant in the local mm-hmm. country right or, or zero for that for that example zero the accounting software the accounting software does the same thing right so locally they have a lot of partners these partners then are the one that helps the 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 business and the merchant fully maximize the potential the solution as well so that's how we're looking at it because the the lesser well the 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 dream is always this right how can you how can you have 65 employees like WhatsApp, right be worth 19 yeah it's crazy the world we live in isn't
0: it it It, it never happened 50 years ago it's not possible but yeah times have changed yeah
1: so it's how how Mm. do you do that right so the perseverance of you sort of have yes. to persevere and say that, look, don't hire salespeople. <laughs> don't hire salespeople, yeah. right? No, like,
0: and look at other know, ways. Like, sort
1: yeah. of like, keep That's them. a
0: very interesting point. Yeah, and you have obviously gonna... learning from key pivotal businesses throughout um, the last 10, 15 years and what they've done. So you've spoken about WhatsApp, Facebooks, so Alibaba's, um, Amazon. And you're picking and learning. Yeah, so Amazon, yeah. your research stems across all these businesses. So it's really good to see. The amount of, you're very detailed orientated, clearly, and you dig in. And you want to know as much as they possibly can, um, and I see you love you love a challenge. And I think that's one of the, the things I'm getting out of this conversation. And something, yeah, yeah. tell us a bit about what drives yeah. you. So, why do you do what you do?
1: The, the thing that I my wife often get annoyed <laughs> with about me, it's constantly asking okay. why. Yeah. Right, because uh, it's very important for me to know why, how, okay. and what. The how and what yes. is easy, right? The why is always sort of like mm-hmm. the anchor, right? The why keeps you moving, and and the why about me is always my purpose. Um, it I'm got driven towards very much like how do you enable people okay. around. Right, and and but but you can't just enable no. everybody, right? So you you go back to again, what are your experiences? Mm-hmm. What drives you, right? what what can you truly bring value to when you look at it and you go is the offline mm-hmm. merchants right because i've been there before i've done that before and these are the people that these are the people So these are the job these are the businesses that's hiring mm-hmm. a lot of people so there's some element of just contributing to the economy yeah. right how do you how do you contribute how do you make jobs mm-hmm. sustainable right I mean, that sort of stuff so like i mean you, you asked me about the whole solution stack yes. that we built even gone down to building, you know, like learning management system okay. and and uh, getting getting into education is a is a thing that yeah. I really love because enabling somebody it's sort of like sharing and yeah, educating. It is. It's a passion why to love education
0: right? space. We've um, within our core yeah. business area we've built education simulation tools along the journey and just love that space and how you can actually give back as well uh, and impact yeah. people differently. I'll yeah. share with-
1: I'll share you in the next yeah. time round of the of the learning yeah. management system is uh, the the whole platform is inspired uh-huh. inspired by uh inspired by Khan Academy, Char oh, time yep, yep. you know, yeah, who yes. a Khan Academy. So we sort of took that and we built into a messaging okay. uh, play. So if, if yeah, effectively, effectively, you know, like if you you first day come, you know, you your first day at work, you just sign up to be a barista, yes. for example. Once you get back home, we send you a link. You click into the link. It can be on and on Slack. It can be on. Messenger as well, It started telling you, showing you a, a short mm-hmm. clip of video, like how what's, what's in a, how do you make it as, as a, a latte, for example, right? And then it shows you a short video, it starts asking okay, you no. questions, yeah. multiple choice questions. So based on the answer uh-huh. that, you, that you click, right, it goes to the next mm-hmm. different question, right? So it's all about mastery level. So you sort of know that what's the mastery level of that individual or this particular product. And then it's it just moving on. So it helps... Because the higher mastery level, the better, the better your what what you mm. produce, right? So, yeah. So it's, oh, that's, it's that's exactly yeah, so right. A, the more you know, the level. more
0: you master, better output, right? So, and I see where you enjoy the, mm. and I, mm. I, I I get that from you, and I see that you're you're all about learning, clearly. So that's probably one of your key values is learning, and I think you'd be learning, reading, and uh, doing that every day. I imagine from the type of conversation we just had
1: yeah yeah from, yeah. The, from the time when yes. eyes open before <laughs> yeah, you so podcasts work very well for me because there are times that you just don't want to read anymore listen, you yeah. just want to listen yeah, yeah. right and yeah, that works very, very, very cool. well yeah, yeah. let's yeah. Dive, let's dive back yeah. a little
0: bit now i want to paint a picture um now i don't know if you do any advisory and um, helping startups um, i think if you do i'm not sure if you do a little bit but anyway let's dig in so i'm a I'm someone in industry, it doesn't matter what age I am, I've got a concept and idea um, about adding value to my industry or in a different industry. What is the first step? Um, You've mentioned research. Is that generally where you recommend people starting, learning, understanding what's going on in the industry and where they can actually impact?
1: Yeah, so you have to be sort of like a domain expert, right? So if you're going to... If you're going to disrupt mm-hmm. or, or value add to a particular yes. industry, you just have to understand that industry. So become like a okay. domain expert. Not 100%. You can't get Correct. to perfection, right? But at least you at least you go out there, you mm-hmm. comb the world, right? Today, there's no excuse at all because you have the Google search. You have all this stuff that's on your Correct. hand on your phone. There's just so many things mm-hmm. that you can reach out to, right? And then once you're done, your research, sufficient enough for you to then you know, mm-hmm. get on with it, so I think that's one step number one, right? So getting the research done, being being knowledgeable. So then when you start talking to investors or you start talking to um, your other partners or, or you're trying to find yes. the next partner, you, you're, you're making sense to them, right? You're not just every every fairy, but you're just telling them the right amount of details, sufficient information to make sure that you're you're embarking into a startup that has got yeah, uh, get potential, it. So
0: right? The next steps, I've got research. Now, Clearly, what your path you've gone down is bringing in co-founders or people that have the experience that you don't. Um, how you mentioned you approached it from LinkedIn. How would you recommend someone that has no connection? What would they do? If I want to, I'm a non-tech founder. I've got this concept. I understand the market. I know what problem I'm trying to solve. What would you recommend if they're trying to find how to build the tech, for example?
1: Yeah, so building building attack is it's it's you know you gotta you gotta you gotta understand what does um, how does the engineer um, take in information? an okay, interesting right? point. So yes. yeah, so you, you know you gotta be able to articulate in the way that the engine the software uh-huh. engineer that you're talking to you gotta be able to articulate well that they can accept yes. they understand it and they appreciate it and they see value mm. in them in them coming in as a as a as a okay. co-founder right now. So the moment once you start going into a space or you articulate in a way that they don't understand, then you're you're basically not winning, not winning them over.
0: <laughs> you're gonna right lose so them. That, so that, what's some points there? How do you break down? Because clearly you've got a big vision, right? Now, if you went to a tech guy and just talked about big vision. Um, Yes, you might get them to understand, but they're generally tech guys are more detailed, more analytical and yes. more, all right, how do we do yes. XYZ? What are yes. the steps here? That's generally how they approach it. So what would you do in that conversation?
1: I would I wouldn't recommend yeah. fully, but then I do a lot of self study okay. in those okay. areas, knowing what's the latest yes. tag and knowing like some of the big company they they even yes. pivot from one from one uh, the one programming mm-hmm. language they're using and then mm-hmm. pivot to another one because now they're scaling yes. very fast. So by understanding all this and by telling this to the engineer, you're basically setting setting the precedent where he says that, look, okay, we might start with this programming uh-huh. language, but because we're growing grow so fast, we might have to just move to the next language because you want to pick the yes. right person, right? You don't want to pick a person who goes, no, you know what? We're going to do this, this language and yeah, this only, right?
0: That's right. not necessarily going to deliver you the best outcome, or all your customers the best outcome. That's yes.
1: right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not about the language they are no. programming on, right? Or it's or it's not. It's not about the cloud solution they Correct. are sitting on, right? It. There shouldn't be biases, because when you're biased, things doesn't go oh, well. Oh, you know
0: right? what you know, right? And from a bias perspective, yes. that means you just stick to what you know, and that's more of a comfort thing, right? So mm. I'm comfortable doing this. Um, and and yeah like you said, technology continues to move on it's ever changing ever evolving and if you 're biased and you're still biased ten years later you 're miles behind everyone else because everything's shifted and changed, like web technology these days. We used to do HTML web pages. Yes. and Moves to some basic JavaScript. Now you've got the Angular's, the React's of the world, and all this different yeah, technology, yeah. and it keeps shifting. And what's next? Nobody knows. Um, yeah. and, it, and it could be a new technology yes. pops up this year, and then everyone starts using it. So you don't know, and you have to be agile in your approach to delivery.
1: Yeah, and then, and the, the IP comes from the whole workflow, yes. the process, you know, at your bit. So moving, Having being having the capabilities of documenting that, right, then allows you to move from one language to the next language. Right? That's so so that's Mm -hmm. the most important. It's it's what what is the domain, right? And how how you're automating Mm -hmm. the domain as well. It's it's very similar to to many other, not just about, you know, technology startup, but even in in building a restaurant or building a retail shop and all those, right? How do you make the difference? I think that's that's essentially key. So so being able to articulate very well uh, to the engineering team is very important if you're talking about yeah, tech get it.
0: So you would recommend someone that is non-tech to really start educating and learning um, at least how to communicate. Cause, yeah. yeah. like you said, yes. if you've got this big vision and you're talking big, big vision, you're never going to get the outcome because you need to understand that technology people delivering tech need to know the detail they need to understand yep. the detail and yep. if you're not willing to get there you're probably going to need some help to get that out of you really if you're a tech founder
1: correct yeah it's 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 like it's it's like um, constantly you know i've uh, um, chat with my eldest daughter and, and we talk about you know the big picture yeah. and all that right so it's, it's sort of being a thousand a thousand pieces yes. of puzzle right so when there's a thousand pieces without without yeah. the cover, you know, without the picture in front of you, you wouldn't be Correct. able to build it, right? It's gonna be so yeah. so hard, right? So you have the big picture, but you need the little details uh-huh. to come in, right? The little pieces that that falls in place for you to build up the whole plan, and 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 that's where you know hiring the right people, bringing the right founders, and putting them together, and being able to constantly reinforce and articulate, you know, the the goal, the mission, here, the purpose is very important. So you feel like a broken record yeah. sometimes, <laughs> but That's how founders are meant to be, right? You know, constantly, you just have to repeat yourself. You just keep going again and again and again and again. Yeah, and then... uh, That's important. You have to live the
0: dream and you have to inspire the people along the way because you won't bring on, like you said, you won't bring if you're looking to bring on co-founders they're not going to come on board if you can't inspire them you're not going to bring on customers if you can't inspire them you're not going to bring on investors if you can't inspire them they're not going to bring on any partners so you need to stand know your vision know where you're headed know how to articulate that and in a succinct way that people are going to get it and want to be a part of that journey because you can't do it alone and clearly You've got a team of 25 yep. in, in developers, engineers. Um, what about the rest yep. of the business? How much, what are what is supporting that? What do you have around it? Because clearly that's, you're not trying to build that capacity too much. You're trying to keep that pretty nimble from what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, so I think the, the, the next the next step is really building, um, you know, building the capabilities on in terms of machine learning okay. and AI as well. And then uh, looking at the different stacks. So talking to Microsoft, mm-hmm. talking to Google, and, and you know, and, and looking at, the different possibilities, you know, uh, going in depth in terms of understanding the capabilities on the platform as well and then at the same time connecting with people over in San, in San Francisco okay. as well, right? Like uh, people who, who build amazing machine learning and AI, connecting with them and trying to... Yeah, no, no,
0: very, too. very good. So always be learning would be one of my tips that you've pretty basically yep. talked about today. Um, so your, your biggest tips for non, non-tech founders, research. Do your research... Don't be prepared to learn about areas that you know nothing about um, to be able to talk to conversation. You need to understand what you're talking about and who you're talking to. Um, And then also, yeah, be prepared to put yourself out there. I think you mentioned earlier that uh, basically you send message after message with little response and then 18 months later it might turn to something. But be prepared to be persistent um, and patient as well. I think that's some of the key things that came out of today's conversations.
1: yeah or, or the or the next thing just yeah. get a job right in, in the organization in the yeah. domain right just that's understand. another option too and i think that's a really
0: good point if you um have a concept or an idea and a concept um and you don't have the time to do the research yeah like you said get a job in that space understand it through another organization a yep. uh, very good point for someone who's trying to impact yeah. the industry yeah if i if i if
1: i, if I in my twenties, yeah. right you know I, I would i would definitely because i used to do that in my twenties okay. as well it's, it's sometimes just to get a get a job yes. in the industry just to understand what's what, what are the opportunities right how can okay. it be better right so it's not to scrutinize that you know the business but to look at the opportunities and and one of the people that you know i would definitely do that right if i ever get a well now now i'm 40 ish <laughs> but if i'm 26 yes. or 25 i'll probably get a job with uh with uh, richard branson <laughs> right and then understanding yeah. like i mean that yeah, guy is just amazing. amazing right yeah. in every single business. He's launching his new cruise
0: ship, (laughs) Everything, there's always a new business. But with every successful, there's uh, 10 failed. So he's he's, he's a guy that tries and he gives everything a go. And I've heard one of his best, the way he's, one of his sayings is, let's just give it a go. Um, And he can understand why he is how he is. He just gives, he's prepared to try, Uh, prepared to try fail, prepared to try and succeed. So it's important if you want to live that world that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's important to do that, and and that's why like there's so there's so many opportunity out there. There's just so many ways you can reach out, you know, to people and getting out, putting yourself out there, and not not having the fear of yes. fear, <laughs> right? And not having the fear of hearing no, the, no comes around. and
0: You're going to yeah. hear no, and it's generally probably got nothing to do with you. Um, like you said, you got yes. a no 18 months ago, and then all of a sudden, it's it's a let's talk now. Um, it happens; things change. Maybe timing's wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, you know, I wish you know when i in my 20s, we have that connectivity that yeah. we have right now. You know, it's it's it, it's the the world is such that now people who are coming out from university and or colleges and all that. You know, for them to actually get their message yes. out there, it's so easy mm. now, right? I mean, it's just constantly trying and trying and trying. Pre- and you can get there Correct. Faster. And
0: you, it's, been, it's just being prepared or you're prepared to do that and put yourself out there. And I think if, you, if you're willing to do that, really, you've got so much opportunity, like you said. But if you're not willing to, then... Um, you can't, you're not going to take advantage of the opportunity you have right now. I can, we connected on LinkedIn, um, knew nothing about each other. Um, I, read, I read a bit about your yep. profile, connected, thought you were, had an interesting background, and all of a sudden we're sharing a podcast today. So, and you got a really great yep. experience and a uh, pretty inspiring background and story to share. So, there's so many brilliant people out there in the world, and we've got access to them. And you living in Perth, I'd yep. never have met you if it wasn't. Yeah, for LinkedIn, for example, it would never happen. So yeah, we've yeah. got an amazing ability to connect these days, and it's yeah, quite powerful when you think about it.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I'm constantly telling my kids that look, you know, you live, you guys are living yes. a new world. You know, like um, especially the younger ones. You know, they're they're watching uh, this Dan TDM, which is you know YouTube, which teach them how to play yes. games and all that. That's I told them. I said, look at that, right? So uh, driving that, driving that. That the knowledge to them, and at the same time, having them asking me questions over dinner like, So, Danny, like, uh, what's a business? How do you buy oh, shares? Right? I mean, having a KDO asking you that yes. question, and you knew that you you, you touch on the point that's very uh-huh. important because you ask them the question, While you're watching Dan today and teaching you how to play yes. Minecraft, right? Are you improving your Minecraft? Uh-huh. You say yes, so then you know, like, that's that's mm. what you need to do, right? This is how you can enable other people share share your experience and share what you've done and then using the you know the social media platform out there be able to communicate with people right there's always going to be pros and cons but but just you know look at the positive being positive and and looking at how you can reach out you know it's it's, it's, i think where we are now the world is changing and there's going to be a huge opportunity
0: yeah no definitely one last question kerry um what's a day in the life of kerry's look like Explain what it looks like to people listening, Um, being a founder of many businesses and now in a tech space. What's a day in the life of Kerry look like? What do you do day-to-day?
1: Yeah. Day-to-day, get out in the morning, um, jump into all the different apps that I have that is giving me information in the industry that I'm um, focusing on now, Uh right? So be it be it the F&B industry, be it retail, be it FMCG, technology, like a whole span of stuff, right? So getting all that information, talking to the relevant people uh, in, in a day. Like today, for example, uh, I want to talk to people who are in the F&B industry in different countries. I started okay. connecting with them. And then So like keeping up with some of the partners mm-hmm. that we have and, and uh, merchants that is on our platform, uh, creating a conversation, looking at the business where they are, what they're trying to achieve and align our solution Very towards good. that. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's, and an, an talking to the, talking yes. to the family. Yes, <laughs> definitely. When I'm around because I travel, I travel around a lot. I, I spend, you know, uh, 10 months out of the 12 months traveling. So whenever I'm home, I I, I I try to as much as possible, uh, explain to them what I do, because constantly they're getting a bit confused because from, from a restaurant <laughs> owner to, 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 to being tech, right. They used to be walking into my restaurant and going, this like, is ah, that yeah. is restaurant, right. Then. Then now it goes like that. Now, <laughs> like you know, tech is very different. So trying to bring that out, and then hearing, being able to hear from them what they say is also very, um, it's, it's also a part of the power of the business, right? So understanding how the next generation think about this, yeah. So that's pretty much it. So it's a lot of, a lot of, well, very selfishly put, right? It's very purpose driven. Um, that's how my life is, and I just feel that in, in the day I need to do, like. Four, uh-huh. thing,
0: four things Did right? you say
1: to know that yeah. yeah yeah four things that i know that i picked it right i've known like okay, yes. research talk to all the partners right talk to all the like all the domain people who are using our solution yep. talk to all of them right mm-hmm. as much as possible and then lastly right the family right so yep. you've got four very important things that when once you're done that you know that okay <laughs> the day is done awesome right I oh, it's that's a, it's a really
0: good point um, that you raise. I think we can overcomplicate what we do. Um, but in reality, we can chunk it down into three or four things a day. And if you're consistent with that and you're persistent with that, you will continue to grow in the direction you are. And obviously, you started out about yep. like, two and a half, three years ago at nothingness, really. It was a concept and an idea. Yep. And you picked up 600 stores. And today, how many merchants um, do you actually have on your platform right now?
1: Yeah, so now we have more than two thousand. So it's it's it, some merchants have multiple yes. stores, some merchants yep. have lesser stores. So all in all, if you talk about number of stores, we're about two thousand five hundred yep. in the next year of both, and then there's a lot more coming on board this year because of the automated onboarding platform that
0: we've had. So in a space of
1: yep. under three years, you've
0: grown a team yep. to twenty five engineers, developers, brought on over two and a half thousand merchants, um and. Yep basically coming from nothing. So it's really inspiring as to what is possible in the marketplace if you're willing to research every day and know your market and basically commit to a high purpose and a big vision and a big goal. How do I impact um, merchants globally? So pretty profound as to what you shared today and I hope um, everyone listening got a lot out of that. Thank you Kerry, really appreciate you taking the time to share in your busy day and schedule as to your journey on this um, process and how you moved from a restaurant owner to now in the tech space impacting merchants.
1: Ooh, thank you for the time too.
0: No, I really appreciate it. Cheers, Carrie.
1: Yeah, thanks. <laughs>